Hi, guys. Hi. Guys, Hi, I friends. missed the pod. It's been ages. I know. Remember when we used to record every week and then we take a month break in between every episode? <laughs> <laughs> We're you know busy what? Sometimes people. you have to take Sometimes you have to take a break to let the creative juices flow. Yeah. Not even Absolutely. a mental health break, just a lazy break. Uh, yeah. yeah sometimes we no. all should all take lazy We've breaks. We've been busy. We've had some really fun things have, that have happened. Um, Maggie, do you want to tell us about one thing, fun thing that's happened to you? One fun, one fun and funky thing that's happened to me is that I have a job now. Woo! And I'm loving it so far. It's only my third day, so maybe they haven't started. Is it my third day? Yes. So maybe they haven't started being mean to me yet, but I'm really enjoying it. I just get to draw all day, think of ideas, a bunch of fun Can stuff. Can you tell us a little bit about what your job is? Her job is Shouldn't to I- take down Cricket. <laughs> I want to keep it confidential, but I work for a vinyl. You can just, yeah, you don't have to say the company. Company you work for. Um, that produces. Don't a lot look of at craft- her LinkedIn. A lot of crafting materials. Hey, that's up to you. You can look at my LinkedIn. That's public knowledge. <laughs> yeah, but um, we'll know if you look at it because famously, you can see who stalks you on LinkedIn. Yeah, that's actually true. Um, but so I. I'm right now coming up with a lot of designs for advertising and such pattern ideas. I just you can get see to Maggie's designs soon. You're such a little bagu babe. Store. I'm so excited to be a bagu babe, and I'm so excited to make everyone that I know shirts. I'm, I'm really excited. excited for that. I've been really into shirts lately, so. and totes. <laughs> I have been really into totes recently. I've always been into shirts. In that I wear them, but I just mean like graphic shirts and yeah. some like vintage shirts. That's been my vibe lately. Yeah, that's fine. Mm, your vibe. You're just vibing with graphic tees. Well, Maggie and I went to a concert last weekend together oh, in flex. Chicago. And I was going to make a iron-on t-shirt. She and I had really a little was. design. And then there wasn't Wait, an iron in our room. Um, there's no... Someone named... Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> oh my gosh, you lucky girls. Our mom. We felt like the luckiest girl in the world. Mommy, sorry. Mommy, Did sorry. You get sorry. Merch? Mommy, sorry. Mommy. No, the, no, line the lines was were so, so bad. insane. Like, people were waiting That's for stupid. hours in that line. Yeah. Phoebe, open up more merch tables. It was also really please. expensive. Yeah. I Maggie do has think, merch, right? Yeah, I have a shirt, but I do really want to buy. A sweatshirt, the one with the bat wings or whatever. Cute. It has like spider web or something. That'd be cute. I want the skeleton. Maybe I can just make one at my new job. Maggie, will you make oh, me yeah. the skeleton sweatpants? Yes. Okay. Maggie's gonna start an illegal run business. I know. I know. Office where she That's just, like all she I just dupes merch. I've been thinking that the whole time. I'm like, you know what? I'll just start making merch. I hope they have a legal team. The Culture uh, Countdown so podcast merch is coming first. I right? made it already. Just remember? kidding. We already have. She made already it already. Our first piece of merch. Okay, I didn't tell you this, but I wore the shirt on Sunday, and we were meeting some of Jacob's friends in the park, and someone goes, "Where'd you get that cool Spotify merch?" And I go, <gasps> "Actually, it's my podcast." Actually, it's not <laughs> Spotify, you dummy. Did they scan it? Did they scan it? No. Oh. Okay. Well. So, Guess we didn't gain another fan there. <laughs> yeah, but we gained a fan of your shirt, and that's what matters. That is True. what matters. 
Ugh. Maggie, well, congrats. That's so exciting. That's Yay. exactly Thank what you, you need guys. to be doing. It's exactly what I want to be doing, and all my dreams are coming true. I'm Except, happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> Cam, what have Kate, you been up you to? can you tell me? Oh, I was going to ask you, but what have I been up to? Well, um, I'm finally back in New York City for an extended period of time, which is really exciting. I had my birthday. I had Jacob's birthday. Um, and if you do not know who Jacob is, listen to the last podcast where he was a special guest. I still have to and listen had, to that one. <laughs> um, we had a fun little uh, joint birthday party, and it was Survivor versus Taylor Swift themed, which ended up being really fun actually um especially the we had a pretty big terrace at at my apartment and so we were able to like fill up a whole wall which was really fun and neat and um that's all i've been really up to um today is the start of yom kippur and i'm fasting currently you started already i get hangry well it starts at sundown so i'm about an hour in but i'm feeling good so far feeling fresh (laughs) i'm really scared if you guys don't know cam has the worst hanger in the world yeah it's pretty terrifying if you don't feed him the second Mm, he gets hungry you better watch out because he will come for you Maggie has seen it many times. I've seen it like secondhand. Like it hasn't been targeted towards me, but I've seen it happen, and it's something to behold. It's. I think it's been targeted towards me. Oh, for sure. (laughs) I feel like Cam and I. I feel like Cam and I have never gotten in a fight. Um, I don't think we've ever gotten in a fight. That's just next in our relationship, you know. Every every friendship gets in a fight. Next level friendship. (laughs) <laughs> We've never lived together. Once you live with me, you fight all the time. Just kidding. Just kidding. Me and Kim don't fight anymore. Because you don't or live together we anymore. Fight. <laughs> we, didn't fight. we didn't fight at all at the end of our 10-year living together. Ten? No, we oh, I just you said 10 to years. work out the kinks. And our 10 we years worked out the over. kinks. Oh, my God. We worked out the kinks so good. Boots and our 10 years not over, right, Maggie? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> We're, we're going to be serving in Boots of House down together when we live together. <laughs> You're actually not going to say Houston I'm serving. You're going to say New York. New York. I'm deceased. I'm serving. Hell's Kitchen. I'm <laughs> deceased. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches know they can't uh, catch boom. me. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> Kate. Let's ride. <laughs> Kate, what's been going on in your life? What's okay. new? Um, let's see. I just went and saw Maggie and Phoebe, meaning Maggie Abel and Phoebe <laughs> Bridgers, my two best friends. And that was super fun and super, super It was so exciting. fun. You know what? Uh, our trip was shockingly, um... Fun. How do I say? It was shockingly fun. Maggie was expecting No, that. Oh, there was shoot. no hiccups. No, I was shocked that we had like literally it just went so smoothly. Like we went like we went to brunch at this really nice place and we walk in, we're like, Oh, it's gonna be a wait and then they're like, Yeah, a bunch of people they didn't come for the reservation, so you guys can just walk right in. Oh my god. On gosh. a Saturday on at a Saturday brunch place. at a shocking. lovely place and And then Maggie came back and stayed with me for the night in Grand Rapids in this really popular restaurant that is normally you have to wait. They sat us immediately too for dinner. That's wow. really the two things that made me. And the I had the best latte of my <laughs> life. Can you tell me about it? It was oat milk. Of course. And it was from this tiny, oh, this it tiny was really darling cool, yeah. little market 
but it was like not even a market it was like it had seating and then they had like specialty wines and like cute little ceramics and stuff and then they had a really posh looking posh, um, <laughs> posh spice, spice looking um little like coffee bar Mm -hmm. and so they had their like in-house lavender latte and normally the lavender can be a little too sweet and too Mm -hmm. strong for me but it was the perfect amount and so i got it iced it was really fragrant it had not nice and a lot of um a lot of niceness (laughs) i just feel like when you get syrup sometimes they're way too sweet and like yeah Yeah, you need this one was just like a perfect little like taste you need stronger flavor and less sweetness and sometimes there's no way to get both of that without it being yeah. right. sweet but this one was right. really the perfect combo perfect can you call out the the business please it was Chicago we're calling owners. you out we're calling you out business <laughs> but in Shout a positive out. well they i i mentioned them in my instagram story and they like they loved it they did hard eyes Ooh. okay it's called Bocadillo Market. Bocadillo so Market. that means mouth dillo. Little mouth. It, <laughs> mouth dillo. Doesn't it mean little mouth? I no. feel like uh, Bocadillo is its own word. It Well, no. But they have drinks and little, like, taste, little tiny plates and stuff. But it was very good. It was right next to the Urban Outfitters surplus store that we went to. A Bocadillo is a sandwich in Spain. I thought I recognized that word. Oh. oh yes wow culture well book okay. means mouth well anyways that's been my most recent update oh and also brick got married and we all went to that wedding oh, yes <laughs> and it was beautiful and i was in the i was in the wedding i did the flowers, the flowers and it was the came to town most gorgina things i've ever seen it so was just the definition of boots the house down i've never seen more boots that are housing down <laughs> i said I've never seen rapids i am deceased <laughs> you guys you said- got to book this girl for your wedding yeah, absolutely. Made by Kate. But Flores. not if it's Biggest during my wedding out. because she's already booked for my. Yeah, I already made a Pinterest board for Maggie's wedding, and she's probably gonna did get married actually? in like ten years. Yeah, I did. Yes, <laughs> that's cute. Anyway, so that's the update. It's just a small, tiny update. Um, but that was really a fun weekend. And, and you started nice the school year. Getaway. Yeah, I started the school year. Um, been a lot of work. Been really tired. I have two jobs now, plus my flowers You're thing on the a side. Girl boss. Just a, such girl a girl boss alert. Okay, so <laughs> I'll get into our first piece of culture. We're saving a lot of our culture for later in the episode for our countdown, but something that didn't fit into our countdown because it is not Boots the House Down is Nicki Minaj being an anti-vaxxer. So yeah, that was a real <laughs> sus. It all came out on Twitter, as many things do. Her first tweet reads, they want you to get vaccinated. Right before the Met Gala. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Um, They want you to get vaccinated for the Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't for the Met. It'll be once I feel like I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grips your head and face, not that loose one. Praying emoji, red heart emoji. I have so many thoughts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I hate when people are like, I need to do my own research. Yeah, what do you <laughs> It's been a like, year. You think It's been that a year you... since the vaccine came out. Yeah. Where, how much time do you need, Nikki? And you think that your research is better than the doctor's research is? Girl, get a life. I don't mean to put down Nikki Minaj's, um, you know, wisdom or smartness ability, but... <laughs> I, I just don't think she's a medical professional or right. a, a research in, researched at the very individual. Least, at the very least, she's not an anti-masker. Like, 
Yeah, she's yeah, not like but... COVID isn't real. Okay, but it gets better. So she keeps tweeting. I'm only going to read one more tweet. But she says, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His <laughs> friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. Not bullied. So the whole thing is really great. But then to be serious, I don't like the make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. I don't think we're like, I don't know. I don't yeah. love that the, the implication that we're bullying people to get vaccinated. But to be funny, she's talking about someone that sweat testicles got swollen from taking the COVID vaccine. <laughs> My gosh. I saw a funny tweet and it was like, so sad. A wedding I was supposed to go to in Trinidad just got canceled. Yeah. I don't know why though? <laughs> <laughs> um. So it is really a sad day for Barb's everywhere. Barb's. Yeah, pray but for you. we're gonna not stop. I'm not gonna stop being a Barb. I'm sorry. Calling all um, Barb's. I'm primarily a Farb. Barb's. Report to the conference room immediately. Um. Yes. So on the concept of the concept on. In the discussion of Met Gala, um, it happened. What it was really that, two did. days ago? And, and it, it the was, theme was... It was America... A lexicon in fashion. America, a lexicon of fashion. In okay, fashion. They love those fancy hyphenated... Not hyphenated. Colon. Colonized. <laughs> Colonized! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it is the theme as America, but... True. <laughs> Um, they love those like long titles. Yeah, you know those. It's like kind this of one kind silly. of was one of the a worst flop? ones in in a few years. I loved the camp one. I loved the like church one. I yeah, that one. Everyone seems to be Catholic like on Twitter one. being like, "That's the best one," and they pull like that Rihanna look and the Ariana look and um, yeah. And let's not forget the Blake Lively look. Yeah, that one was good. Her best moment, yeah. in my opinion. Um, oh, Zendaya's. I love Zendaya's yes. Joan of Arc. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, here's my question. Do you guys, when you're looking at these outfits, are you looking at, at it through, like, the lens of how did they do in relation to, like, the theme? Or are you just like, oh, I like that look? I think Are you I considering do, the theme? Yeah, I think I do both. There's, like... My initial reaction is like, oh, is that cute or not cute? And then yeah. if it if it's either, I think, okay, but does it fit the theme? If it's cute and fits the theme or not cute, if it's good if it's and fits the theme. beautiful, gorgeous, boots house yeah. style. And if it's bad, whatever. Yeah. So in an ideal world. Yeah. If it's the I theme think the hard part this year... <laughs> The hard part this year was just that the theme was hard to place. I think like when Very camp vague. became that was the theme ever. There was this whole uh, discussion about what camp actually means, and then the year before that was a little bit more. Um, a little bit more specific Direct, but yeah. this one was very vague and no one seemed to be like taking it in the same direction it kind of seemed like everyone had a different direction that they were taking yeah. it yeah so i guess you could have made your argument that it really fit the theme but it didn't seem like it did because no one there was no cohesion of the looks right the loops. can i give some examples exactly so some Please. people were like some people were like stars and stripes america a yeah. few people did that yeah like megan rapino did, like yeah, I thought it was Rapino, is it not? It's Rapino. Maggie always says Rapino, oh. so I always Oops. say that. 
And then some people were like iconic American looks or like looks yeah. that like Billie like, Eilish like channeling the, like old yes. stars. I liked I liked Her that Timothy take. wearing Converse. Yeah. Converse are like all American. And then there's people like Kim Kardashian who is I guess like I'm so iconic in American fashion that, like, you know this is me just based on my body because, like, I'm so, you know, like, mm. like she's such an, Im- like, icon. Not icon, but, like, yeah. just the right. Kardashians in general and her, like, body type and, like, that kind of stuff. Right. And then there's some people who, like, co- or not copied, but were, like, influenced by icons in fashion like Audrey Hepburn, um, right. which I thought was really cool. So there were, like, some actually, like, having, seeing... Um, people explain the looks and like, oh, this is actually Audrey Hepburn's dress, or like this Although is Audrey copying Hepburn this. Is not was American. kind of cool. Yeah, I know, but like she became like an American film star. True, true. And then there's some people who did like old Western things. Mm-hmm. There's which some people I that were really cool. worked with American designers, like iconic American designers. Mm-hmm. Did anyone work with Tommy Hilfiger? Uh, Tommy Hilfiger Probably was there. Gigi. I think Gigi wore oh. Prada. Interesting. Gigi's such a Tommy girl. Oh, I did learn some fun things. Well, not fun necessarily, but just some things about the Met Gala thanks to Twitter. But I think, I don't know if you guys knew this, but um, not only does Anna Winter have to approve everyone that goes, but she also has to approve what designers they work with and then the concept of their looks. And so really? people don't always get say. But then also how you get invited to the Met Gala is that basically companies for the most part will buy out a table and then they'll invite people to sit at that table so like Addison Ray was invited by YouTube and like oh, a lot geez. of designers will buy out tables and stuff like that huh interesting I was wondering and then you can buy your own ticket if you're not invited kind yeah. of but I don't think like a lot of 35,000 in a plate yeah um yeah I don't think a lot of people do either but also B Carazzini is Anna Wintour's daughter and she always gets invited and she always flops it's just <laughs> yeah. like never anything special considering she is Anna Wintour's yeah. daughter but anyway mm-hmm. that's just nepotism at its finest which will be a later episode I'm sure oh yeah I hope um, you guys want to um, talk about so, your faves of the night? Let's yeah. do it. Cam, you go first. Okay. Well, I think the general consensus for... I don't want to say the general consensus, but the the look that broke the social media the most was Billie Eilish. And I think that right. is one of my favorites of the night. She was really channeling Marilyn Monroe very, um, very obviously in her hair. This beautiful, like huge kind of nude colored gown. Um, mm-hmm. I have just been loving this transition into something new for Billy, specifically in her style. Um, I think she's just been killing it this whole album cycle with her looks. And this one was just, you know, the cherry on top. And she was one of like the co-chairs of the event with Timothy Chalamet, Naomi Osaka and Amanda. What's her last name? Gorman. Sten. Gorman. So I think she... Of the four, she looked the best, in my opinion, and I think she was one of the best of the entire night. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I have a few unpopular opinions about Billy. Okay. Billy's look. I think she, like, she's free to do what she wants. I think she looks good, but I think she kind of overcorrected a little bit. And maybe that was, like, part of it, and that was the plan, but, like, she really went from, like, 14-year-old e-girl who shops at Hot Topic to, like, 40 year old wife who married an old man and now has all of his money 
and she's looking a little too old. I feel like they're making her look too old. And I think the color really washed her out for this look. Like, I love the dress. I almost wish it was a different color. Hmm. I thought the, I like the color because I feel like it's fitting into her, like, color way right now. Yeah, but like the also, happier than ever. I think it does, but I think it washes her out. But also, I don't think this look is, like really the face of her look now i think it's an extreme version of it Mm -hmm. and like i kind of disagree that she's completely diverging from her style because if you saw her vma's look it was uh, she was wearing her classic oversized it wasn't i'm sorry it was not great but i and i liked a lot of her oversized stuff but her vma's look was very much oversized like kind of channeling her old stuff but in a little bit of a different way um i think my main thing with her right now is that this hair isn't my favorite look on her but um right. the short hair but oh she's i like beautiful. it i think i mean what i else, i do agree she kind of has been in the same um she hasn't like taken her old fashion and just like thrown it to the side but she definitely has been pushing the boundaries and like tried a lot of new stuff um my next favorite yeah. look was uh yara shahidi um the actress from blackish and grownish i don't know what else she's done but um, it was gorgeous. She was um, trying to kind of channel Josephine Baker, and it was just mm-hmm. beautiful. It looked absolutely gorgeous. There was beautiful beadwork, and um, it just was everything, and her hair looked great. It was. It definitely felt like one of the looks that actually, like, kind of blended, like, looking good, but also it fit the theme. It got the Mark Fonte stamp of approval. Oh, it did? Wow. <laughs> yes. He's like, this I one thought looks really she... good. <laughs> yeah, I'd say she's best dressed, one of the best dressed. Yeah, I love, I really love the people that decided to kind of recreate a, an old look. I think mm-hmm. that was a good direction to go down. Um, and someone else who did that was Kendall Jenner. Um, she's recreating an Audrey Hepburn. And look. I really thought she was recreating her sister. Her sister, yeah. Kim has done. Anyway, what else, similar. Cam? Um, Other my, faves? Yeah, my last favorite. Really, I don't know how this fits the theme, but I thought Normani just looked. She looked incredible. Incredible, yellow. And I also I, don't know how it looked, how it fit the theme. Yellow is really her color. Um, it just seems, and it was this huge ball gown that she just looked incredible with. And I believe she had a green, like emerald necklace on. Am I, am I imagining that? You're right. No, you're right. Um, and I thought she looked amazing. However, I don't understand the th- where the theme fits in with that, but. I feel like if you can pull a look that looks incredible, the theme doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, see, that's the thing that I don't understand. Like, does the theme matter or not? I feel like in the past few years, it's started to matter more. Like, people have yeah. been a little bit more like, is that on theme? It's Because people are wearing a little bit more out there things in the most, more recent years. But it's obviously gorgeous. But it's kind of more for the Oscars, I would say. But the thing is, when people are, go all out with their look and like go for like a theme like obviously they're not just wearing some like normal ball gown Uh i'm and that i don't understand what they're actually wearing it really confuses me (laughs) like that That girl i don't know who it is but she wore that she looks like a bubble and it has a bunch of like little dots on it oh uh kobe's daughter okay i wasn't sure if that was a kobe family member but Anyway, um, yeah, Normani looked amazing. Okay, Kate or Maggie? I have a few that I really liked. Go ahead, Maggie. So my favorite of the night, I didn't see for a while, and then when I saw her, I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I never knew of her before, but her name is 
Kwana Rose Chasing Horse. And she is a indigenous woman yes. model. And obviously, she was channeling America in the most direct way. She had all these beautiful turquoise jewelry and was really channeling her culture and this gorgeous little gold dress. And I just think she looked really great. Yeah, she looks um, amazing. I agree. And she, I feel like a lot of people have been saying she's one of the best dressed of the night. And I love her. She has these really cool facial tattoos. Not that that's a part of the look. She just has them. But she's just gorgeous. Um, another one? Okay. One that I didn't like, I have to say, probably my least favorite of the night, is Lily Aldridge. Yeah. What is she oh, wearing? Oh, wait. I was thinking Lily Reinhardt. Oh, oh that's another Aldridge now? Lily, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just going through a few notable things for me. Lily Aldridge is wearing, like, the most boringest thing I've ever seen. It, it's a button-down top and a sparkly skirt. Oh, Lily, that is rough. Some um, people look like they're going to a movie premiere, and some people look like they're truly at the Met Gala. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What was the point of what she was wearing? I mean, there was a little bit of fringe at the bottom, and then the top is... Yeah. And the belt is kind of Western, yeah, it's so it's whack. like... It's like it Wild way West too meets the 1920s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another I mean, favorite... She looks hot, but it's just weird. Another favorite of the night that was also on theme is Barbie Ferreira. She was also mm-hmm. channeling an old Hollywood star, and I thought it was a gorgeous dress um, mm-hmm. with all the pearls and stuff. It, it reminded me of that dress look. Euphoria was really represented because uh, Storm Reid was there. Hunter Schaefer oh, was yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Was ben Zendaya was, there? No, no, but she was. she's in Venice or something. Yeah. Uh, for Dune. But yeah, she was another great one. And then, a few, okay, Lords, I loved. She had all these little trinkets, like, that represented America, like, sparsely placed. It looked a lot like an abstract painting, kind of. Um, but I kind of love mm-hmm. it. And everyone's like Midsummer vibes, and she's been channeling mm-hmm. that a lot lately, and everyone thinks she's in a cult. So that's fun. And then. <laughs> Three that I liked, but that had no really relation to America, I thought were Zoe Kravitz. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Looked so good. Looked so always. good. She always shows yeah. up. Julia Garner. Mm-hmm. And Ella Emhoff, new American style icon. Even <laughs> though, well, maybe she was just channeling the fact that her mother is an American government person oh stepmother <laughs> so maybe yeah. that's so maybe just her being there is american <laughs> i just googled julia garner and one of the met gala and one of the first pictures that comes up is one with her and ella m off that's funny oh i yeah. see it um okay thank you maggie kate do you have any any favorites or least favorites yes i'll start with my faves um, Maggie already said a lot of my faves, which was what was the indigenous one? What was that? Kwana Kwana? Name? Um, her name is Kwana. Forgot her last name. I thought she looked amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Um, and then I also loved this one was kind of 
um, understated, but really I think understood the assignment was Kaya Gerber. She oh, recreated yes. Bianca Jagger's 1981 look that she wore to the Met Gala. And it's like That's basically cool. the same dress, except she made the like cups on it sheer. And it was just like this long black, um, just gorgeous gown, gorgeous gown. Gorgeous um, gown. so I thought she really understood the assignments. Yeah. I, loved that look i honestly did love timothy chalamet's look mm-hmm. i thought it was like yeah, a too. cool mix he is of... one of the best dressed men on red carpet always yes and i i was like such a good mix and i thought that the converse understood the assignment as well <laughs> um and really like i don't think it would have worked if he was wearing like a more tailored pant but i really loved that um someone who didn't really go with the with the theme but looked great i thought was emma chamberlain she looked Mm -hmm. really good Mm -hmm. and i think she was like one of the only influencers that really deserved to be there um kiki palmer looked great yeah she She said she was um, tina turner was her inspiration oh cool yes exactly and then there was one other one let me scroll down oh leon bridges i thought looked amazing he wore He wore a hat. He wore a western suede um, powder blue, my favorite color, (laughs) like western uh, jacket. And he just looked really good. He always has really cool style. Yeah. And then I'm, yes, he is. And then I also loved Yara Shahidi. Uh Um, Iman's look I mean I didn't love it but everyone was talking about it so that's worth pointing out and then um, there was one more but I am trying to find it right now hold on what did you guys think of Rihanna and ASAP's look oh uh, I thought it was kind of just silly I yeah. I actually loved ASAP I liked the quilt he was wearing I thought it was a cute quilt I think yeah I think Rihanna kind of embodied the I guess I'll show up last second yeah, to an totally. after party yeah. kind of vibe. Totally. Um, someone who I thought looked amazing was Kristen Stewart. She looked mm-hmm. so beautiful. She's I think. kind She's of having slaying. a renaissance right now. Yes. And also for nostalgia factor, Lords, all of her little pressed pennies. You know how you can like put the pennies in and then they press uh-huh. it and put a little stamp on it if you go to like a national park or like anything really. Disney World. Um, yeah. I used to, yeah, I used to collect those and I thought that was so cute that she put that mm-hmm. on there. Or not she. Um, but those were my favorite looks. I really enjoyed it. And then something Maggie Cam and I all separately said is that Anna Wintour's dress was serving Taylor Swift at the Grammys. Yes. It looks like the same dress, but long. Yeah. Oh, I have I have one look to ask you guys about if you liked it or didn't. It was Lily Reinhardt's. No. She, like, I don't know if you guys saw, but it has flowers from all, of, it has the 50 states flowers. So, like, the <gasps> state flower from Wait, all 50 states. Wait, stop. Now I like it. <laughs> It looks bad, but I like the idea. Carrie Mulligan, I really liked her pink dress with the cape. It Me was too. it fit her so well. And I she I love her as a brunette. Looks. Yes. Well, that's the Met Gala. And and um as you've learned, not, none of us are fashion experts, but we do have opinions. I did see that um Demois 
was releasing some stuff on it. Yeah. And apparently Madison Beer was refreshing Twitter over and over once she got inside, seeing what people thought of her look because she was self-conscious about it. That's so And Lil Nas X asked the staff where he could hide his, like, armor, his (laughs) armor suit that he wore so that he could find it later, but he didn't want to wear it in there. <laughs> He's so... Little Nas X is killing the marketing game in a way that many people are not. Yes. Okay. Do we want to get into our last couple pieces of culture before the countdown? Gladly. Okay, Kate. I think that you pulled up some things to read for us, but the Dear Evan Hansen movie is not out yet. It comes out, I believe, next week, but um, it's beginning horrible reviews and kate um is going to read us some of those reviews yeah we've talked about this in the past Um, i think we talked about how people freaked out about ben's casting but it you can't you can't um stand up for bad art somebody said congrats to joker somebody made a movie with worse optics on mental health than you and it's a musical (laughs) someone said this is Joker for tenors. Oh my god! <laughs> um, there, that was like the only two that I really laughed at, but everyone's really hating it. Yeah, basically, people are yeah. saying it's not just Ben's age that's the issue. I think a lot of people are now getting beyond that and saying that it just is not cohesive as a movie at all. It feels like you have the movie scenes and then the music starts and it goes into a Broadway, like a filmed Broadway musical. So it doesn't really have any cohesion to it. People have an aversion to to musicals as well. Not um, I. I Everyone was saying, free Amy Adams. Someone check on Amy Adams. We think she's being held hostage by yeah, her agents. Yeah, Hillbilly Elegy and then Hillbilly, Hansen. yeah. What did they say And the woman in the window. Yeah. And the woman rough. in the window. Everyone's really hating on the CGI of, or like just the, did they the end up using CGI on his face? Yeah. I think it's de-aging. I don't know yeah, what that de-aging means. Yeah, de on his face. And everyone still is just so mad that he's in the movie when he's like 27 or whatever. Which I don't really have an opinion on, but the movie itself is not getting good reviews. No. Are you guys going to go see it? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm really excited for this next three months in movies, four months in movies. It's going to be killer. What's coming out? Dune, French Dune, Dispatch, House of Gucci. Spencer. I may not be a particularly ethical person, but I am fair. <laughs> this French Dispatch. Oh, you said that, didn't you? Um, yeah. The Spider-Man movie that everyone's freaking out about, Eternals by Chloe Zhao. Um, that new Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Oh, the new movie that Ben Damon and um, Ben Affleck wrote, The Last Ben Duel. Damon. <laughs> you said Ben Damon. Oh, no. <laughs> Matt Damon That's not and getting... Ben Affleck. <laughs> not matt affleck um that's not getting very good preliminary reviews but you know why it looks silly too yes and what's her name villanelle what's her name jodie comer oh jodie comer's in it i think it's a great plot but it does look a little bit silly of the trailer and also ben affleck's hair is comical and Matt Damon looks hideous. Um, well, I'm I'm still excited 
and um, I will be the person to give the Dear Evan Hansen review on this podcast because I don't think either of you will actually see it. Um, do we want to get into our list? Our countdown? Ooh, sorry, I keep yawning. I worked it's okay. 12 hours. When my little my, my little dog, when my dog gets excited, he yawns, and that's Kate right now. Oh my gosh, I love your little dog. Scout. Since we haven't done a podcast in a while, there's still a lot of cultural things we want to talk about. We incorporated them into our countdown. And so our countdown this week is going to be 10 things that we've been loving recently. So these are pieces of culture or just, you know, things that are happening um, that we love. Who wants to kick it off? You. You should start with number 10. Okay. So our number 10, they're not really ranked, but our first thing slash number 10 on the list is the return of Broadway. So as a uh, New Yorker, um, I know you guys are not New Yorkers, but I, um, <laughs> I've i really up, been, Cam. I've been living this firsthand because there are many Broadway shows that are on this, just down the street from me. They're not on the street, but they're down the street. He's um, they're on the, they've been on the street the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> And so a lot of shows are opening um, this month and the next month. Some shows that have already opened are like Waitress, Hades Town, Wicked opened this week. Um, and it, it's just delightful to see not only that Broadway is back, but there's so much excitement around it. I watched videos from the Wicked. I think Hamilton came back too. Um, the Wicked premiere last night, and there were so many famous people there. Um, people were screaming in the middle of the show out of excitement. And I can't wait to go see my first Broadway show, which will be... October 29th, and I'm going to see Jagged Little Pill. Oh, so excited Is for that you. That's going to be incredible. Yeah. yeah, and it's the week that it opens. I'm seeing it the first week that they're back, so hopefully it's that on the fly. That is awesome. That is definitely going with? high up on my list to see. I'm going with Jacob because that was um birthday. his birthday gift to me. That's so sweet. Yeah, and so- all the waitress videos I've been seeing have been warming my heart to its very little core. I must see it. I've been entering the, the lottery for a few of the shows, and I, and I really want to see Sarah Bareilles is there. Waitress, yeah. I did not know she was reprising her role until recently. I think they she said is. that this is the sixth time that she's done this. She must have writer's block. But she, but she I don't, I think maybe those were like couple, yeah, I, couple they, show stints. And I think she did it in London or something. Oh, no, that was Catherine McPhee. Ah. Don't say her name to me. <laughs> Sorry, Matherin McKickfee. You mean Gold Digger McPhee? <laughs> Nanny um, McPhee? <laughs> Does someone want to do the next one? Sure, I'll do. Zendaya and Tom Holland. We're just loving the relationship. And it's so cute because there's these videos of... Um, Tom Holland being interviewed and he says who's your celebrity crush and he said Zendaya and now they're dating and then he posted Aww. for her birthday he posted a really cute picture of them in costume in the dressing room and like the makeup chair or whatever and she's like taking it on the little with a little what are those called disposable camera and he mm-hmm. said my MJ call me Aww. when you get up wake up happy birthday so cute and it's so I, cute I've been watching compilations of them <laughs> because they, I mean, they've been doing these Spider-Man movies for like five years now. So obviously they've 
been doing a lot of interviews together and it's just so precious to watch them it's and so you can cute. just tell that they're in love and those videos of them from whoever's wedding they were at somebody's wedding and they're oh like, yeah they're like Cozied snuggling up. and holding hands it's so sweet and i support them fully as a couple. and i'm glad that she's not dating jacob alordi anymore he seems kind of like an f boy to me totally yeah. and and um he did joey king Tom and, kaya gerber. and kaya gerber he's hopping around Making everywhere but tom holland seems so sweet and uh like a real gentleman yeah he i would he he's like someone that i think i would choose to date and I, if he wanted to date cameron cameron would say okay <laughs> he reminds me of my jacob so i love him he reminds me of my mark he reminds me of Aww. my jacob oh my gosh <laughs> this is how you know he's a good boy wait can we talk oh. about for a minute how mark so maggie's boyfriend mark famously has really weird views on no. who he finds attractive he thinks that tom holland is out of zendaya's league that tom holland is much more attractive than zendaya is my thought on this is that he must have only seen her in the spider-man movies where they make her look like bad they make her look like kind of awkward frumpy and yeah. awkward but zendaya is one of those people that can transcend when people try to make them look bad i agree hey I don't think he's right in any way, shape, or form when he says this. I guess he just has a real crush on Tom Holland. Yeah. Well, what else has Tom Holland been in? I don't he know. A, he was acting I since always he was a little him... boy. He was in The Impossible, that movie about the uh, tsunami with Naomi Watts. And oh, that's Becker. right. He was, he was so, so good in that. And I, he was so good. And he was so young. He was um, in Avengers Endgame. In? Okay. <laughs> yes. Duh. Um. I, I really I don't know. I always get him mixed up with that other British boy who is he was in, in Billy Elliot and on the West End. Right, because he's a little dancer boy. I always get him mixed up with the boy from Elton John's movie, Taron ah. Ed- Edgerton. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I'm really um, bad at. I get. I don't know really what he was in before he was Spider Man. He wasn't. Something recent that he was in was this movie called The Devil All the Time that I think (gasps) Robert Pattinson was in, and I couldn't finish it. It was too much for me. Wait, he was also in that movie Cherry or something like that, where he plays like a veteran who's like a uh, like a opioid addict and who like it's really violent apparently. But I want to see it. But yes, I'm so happy for them, and I love their little. It seems like a very wholesome relationship. And I think that movie is going to be all that people talk about for weeks. I think it's going to just oh, pop yeah. the F off. I mean, when we start entering multiverses, that's when things are getting crazy. I don't oh my really gosh. Even understand You know the what concept. culture we forgot to talk about? What? what? John Mulaney. Oh, um, my gosh. We forgot. That was a big one. Uh, jo- okay. Quick recap. John Mulaney... Um, and his wife, Anna Marie Tendler, she's so sweet and precious. They've been married. They were married for a long time. And then he went to rehab. And then he asked her for a divorce. And then he has always been on the record saying that he never wants to have kids. And then right out of rehab, he starts dating Olivia Munn, who I think is very hot, but not a very good person from what I've seen. And she just released a book and it was terrible. And like, kind oh, of, yeah, she like was kind really, of fat phobic and yeah. just like not funny. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So, um, they've shacked up, and now she's pregnant with his child, and he's like, I couldn't have done it without her, blah, blah, blah. And I just feel so bad for Anna Marie, and everyone is just like, I think so differently of him now, and whatever. Like, I still think he's funny, obviously, but that was big drama. Right. I, for one, 
Maggie's don't. happy for him. Ugh. I'm I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm happy for him if he's happy. He's had a hard go. I listened to his thing on Steph, uh, Seth Meyers, and they all had a, he had an intervention, and he's like, it was if it wasn't an inter- intervention, this would be a great comedy show because like all all, all the comedians, comedians were there. Were there. Fred Armisen and Seth Meyers, I think, like. Maybe Andy Samberg. They had an intervention live on Seth Meyers. <laughs> no, they oh, had no. one at someone's apartment, and he was talking about like Seth was at the intervention. Oh, and they were talking about it. Okay, um, I really enjoyed them having such a candid conversation on his show because you could Same. tell like, like Seth was like that sucked. Yeah, they were like, yeah, that really sucked. But um, so I'm very happy that he. S- apparently is doing a lot better because he was in rehab he relapsed he went back to rehab all within the past year um i don't like just saying like we don't know the whole story of them getting divorced and stuff so like i i do feel horrible for her like she seems devastated about it and obviously he was the one that asked for a divorce but also he couldn't have been in a great mental state all leading up to that and you know addiction will ruin relationships often so i agree so maggie that, you're that's speaking, that you are speaking truth that's that and i don't really care for olivia munn but whatever if they're happy and also but maybe it is a little bit scary the idea of just getting out of rehab and then having a child maybe it can be a positive thing for him but i wish him the best and i hope he does okay and olivia munn shape up the only thing i remember maggie seeing olivia that munn was in. really good thank you yeah. everyone Okay. I hope I get like a potty. A, I hope I win a potty. A potty? A porta potty? <laughs> Is that the podcast, potty? Oh. the podcast award? Oh. The podcast award. podcast award. Guys, was Olivia, was Olivia Munn in Tron? No, no. <laughs> it was Olivia Wilde. Oh. <laughs> but now uh, when you think another about Olivia. What, when you think about what was Olivia Munn in? You don't know. Yeah, <laughs> what was, was in, she in? I just know that I should know who she is. She, she dated Aaron Rodgers for a very long time. I just know she guessed But she drove their family apart. She drove their family apart. What family? Um, Aaron Rodgers' family. They hated well, and her. And now he's with Shailene. I know. We love that. But when he was with her, he, like, split away from his family because they didn't like her. And she oh, was dang. just... I know. There was some drama with that. But she was also in the newsroom. And I really liked her in the newsroom. Okay. I just really, oh, really haven't seen her in a lot. Aaron but. Sorkin? Yes. yes. Okay, I've seen some of that. Yeah, that is a good show. That is a good show. Okay, Maggie, do number eight, please. Okay, for the love of God. <laughs> for the love of fall. Number eight <laughs> is we love the beginning of fall. <laughs> we, we're just obsessed. Okay, frankly, I love all of fall, and I am a fall girl, and I am so classic fall girl with my messy bun. <laughs> Christian my, girl autumn. Your toes. My Christian girl autumn, my boots the house scarves. down my scarf my <laughs> the house down <laughs> my pumpkin spice lattes my <laughs> candles my halloweeny um i don't know <laughs> i don't know but i am very excited that fall is here and i think we can all agree and you know what i've been seeing a lot on tiktok is um meg ryan fall Everyone's yes. like, I'm going to have Meg Ryan fall. And this has been my dream for so long. I am a big fan of When Harry Met Sally. I've always yes. wanted to be in New York during the fall because it looks so idyllic in that movie. And I well, love... you have an opportunity. And I'm planning to come this fall. I'm going to walk through the parks wearing all the cozy sweaters that Meg Ryan wears in that movie. 
Oh my god, it just looks so... I just want... I want it. I really want it. And I want it. Yeah. And that's it... what I have to say. And and um, When Harry Met Sally is such a nostalgic movie for me. Mm-hmm. Because I always yes. used to watch it. And the song in it was my parents' first dance. That's beautiful. Maggie, you're really giving great soliloquies today. <laughs> I know. I'm it's because l- it's I very... haven't been on here in so long. It's very Sorkin-esque. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you, Maggie's going Sorkin through vibes. her Sorkin phase. <laughs> her Sorkin era. Um, her Harry Potter era with those glasses. Maggie just put on her glasses that we got at the Urban After Surplus Urban store. Yeah, I just have to cool. say, it has it had been a cool summer. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hard, Ooh. long summer. And I and am then, welcome you know what happened the after that? And then when what happened was August slipped away like a little guy. <laughs> like, like a, a little, little guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, that's good. Okay. I well, love when it wait, one more thing. Go I ahead. love when it's the end of summer and fall's beginning and so it's just a little still bit warm out. Yeah. But then you feel the breeze and there's and such a good smell falling. in the air yeah well it was 90 degrees today in new york so was, i've <laughs> not truly really fall been, yet it's been pretty hot here too and i've truly been been dressing fully in fall clothes boots down, uh sweaters <laughs> i literally wore a tur- uh, turtleneck shirt t-shirt uh sweater and boots yesterday <laughs> oh my houston gosh. i am deceased houston i have heat what's it called what when you are too hot when you're too hot and you pass out yeah heat stroke houston i have heat stroke okay heat waves been number seven is cam's turn do number seven honey okay number seven is is, i'm just gonna rename it and it's really the return of movies but i'm gonna we haven't really seen a a lot of these movies yet so it's really movie trailers so as one can predict a lot of movies were pushed from the year 2020 to the year 2021 or even 2022 because businesses need to make money and the way you make a lot of money is by putting it into a theater and then a lot of people come so a lot of big blockbusters or just you know prestige movies were pushed to this fall or next year and maggie is showing us her ipad screen with rm from bts on it um and spoiler alert Spoiler alert for another one of our um, our things on the list. But there have been some amazing movie trailers that have come out. And I'm anticipating some amazing movies. Um, specifically, the House of Gucci trailer has gotten me excited about a movie. And, and I haven't really been this excited since The Star is Born. Really, after I saw that so trailer. So you're only getting excited for Lady, by Gaga, Lady Gaga movies? And maybe that's because well, I am a little born, monster. The Star is Born was an incredible trailer. I think this is a future episode. I think Best Movie Trailers is an episode that we will ah, be doing someday. Um, the little, mm, the little take from Shallow when she's yeah, jumping off. I fell in love with that right when I first heard the trailer. Mm-hmm. Another really good trailer um, is Spencer, which is the Princess Diana movie that Kristen Stewart is in, and she's playing Princess Diana. Um, I think when I first heard this was a movie, I was a little bit taken aback, um, but actually Kristen Stewart looks great and I think it's going to be really good yeah um and then also the Dune trailer just looks epic it looks yeah. really cool worms um, we're a movie we know worms in the sand. we know Denis and, and his Denis Villeneuve my favorite director in case anyone didn't know 
Yes, it's Kate's favorite director, and he is a king of amazing visuals. Mm-hmm. Denny so Feldu. If, if, if nothing else, it will be a beautiful movie to watch. Yeah. Great cast. Oscar Isaac, Zendaya is Michi, oh, yeah. Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson. It goes on and on. I get really upset when people, specifically people that seem to be in the know about pop culture, knowingly mispronounce people's names specifically zendaya it's not yeah. zendaya i was We've watching all a, been, been new i was people taking did a that peloton. with kamala too yeah i was taking a peloton class the other day and it is i i don't mean to say that all gays know pop culture but it was a gay man teaching the class he seemed to know he it was a pop like a like a 2010s class so it was like music from the 2010s and he seemed to be talking a lot about pop up? culture and no, they just, he was just talking about Zendaya. He played Rewrite the Stars, actually, from The Greatest Showman. If which... I could erase any movie and soundtrack <laughs> from history, it would be that movie. because Tell I... your boyfriend that. Yeah, I'm scared too. Okay, go on. <laughs> but he kept calling her Zendaya over and over again. And then he was pronouncing Ariana Grande's name wrong. was calling her... How do people mispronounce Ariana? Ariana. Ariana. Yeah. I was just really upset with this man. Oh. And... Have I you don't not understand. Heard people speak. Uh, the Ariana one is whatever, but Zendaya. It's like you look at it; it's pronounced how you would see it. Zendaya. Not there's no I in it. I'm He's sorry. He's got a point. Um, so I'm really excited for movies, and um, I've been loving the movie trailers, and well, I, and we also saw a good movie, Shang Chi. Oh yeah, Shang Chi was really good. Um. I don't think it was uh, like a prestige film, but I very much enjoyed it. And Simu, ooh, you are a beautiful ooh, man. Tasty. Number yeah. six is <laughs> Casey Musgraves' "Starcrossed," her new album. So her first album, "Golden Hour," is one of that's my not her first top album. Five. Okay, sorry. I know it's not. I know she has, like, her trailer park one and all of her other ones. Whatever. And pageant material. I know. But in my mind. And I do do love those albums. And I can't. I do know all the lyrics to her country music because I just love her. But Your name is Kate Faith Westa. Kate Faith. Yes. Country star. I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Well, Faith is just... I don't know. I think it's going to say Faith Hill. You mean Hill, Faith Hill? Country. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so... You know, your so, name is Kate Faith, after all. Casey had her big breakout with this album, Golden Hour. One album uh-huh. of the year. Or record. And she went... Difference. Album. Album. She did the iconic face. And I... We'll never forget we were watching that together and yeah, I said we were. you guys were not Casey stands yet we and happy, I was no. and I, I said I've not heard a single song. I said we were like she's, she's not serving win. anything right now. Because I she said, is you know she is a little bit monotone. awkward. Sometimes not serving. But not I serving said pace. I said they were announcing right before they were announcing who was winning, they were saying all of the nominations. I said, Casey's going to win. And you're like, nobody knows that album. There's no way she's going to win. She won. And, and deservedly so. Yeah. And that is one of the best albums I've ever heard. No skips for me. We'll do another episode on that. But anyway, so this was all about her falling in love. Like, this was her relationship with Rustin Kelly. And she had always said she her felt ex-husband. so. Her ex-husband. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, her ex-husband, Rustin Kelly, falling in love with him. She had always said Rest that she peace. felt like she couldn't write a <laughs> love song. Rusty. That's. Rust in peace. <laughs> title of app. Title of app. Rust in peace. 
Anyways, so this was her, like, falling in love album, and then she tragically got a divorce, and so now this is her, like, divorce album. And it's called Starcross. It's called Starcross. There's some Kind of great the irony bops. of it all be calling Starcrossed. Yeah. What do you guys think of it? First impressions. It's only been out for a week. Oh, so, I haven't listened or to it five a lot days. except on our car rides, but I do, like... Lord help me be a good wife. <laughs> that I was love breadwinner. He wants um, a breadwinner. Oh, I like that one. I like that one too. I like mm-hmm. that one too. And I love um, cherry blossom. Cherry blossom's really good. And did I you, love simple times. Not to bring up Last Colch, but did you listen to Last Colch? Yes. No. Japanese Colch. Like, he's like, she's really <laughs> talking about Japanese Colch. But she so many loves people do. Japanese you know culture. what? Lost Kyoto. in Japan. I know I don't talk about that song, Cam, but Lost in Japan. No, we can talk about it. I'm remembering enough now. You know who else is obsessed with Japan is uh, John Mayer and Casey also. And it's just like mm. a common Kyoto? theme. And Kyoto by <laughs> Phoebe Bridgers. But, anyways, her new album came out. It's. Lyrically, not up there with Golden Hour for me, but the more I listen to it, the, the more I like it. So There's some fun, like, I'd say it has a nice variety of things. I think she's mm-hmm. definitely going for, like, the Western movie kind of vibe in yeah. a lot of the songs. But then she has a song in Spanish, which... Yeah, that one's weird. That one is weird. Is she Spanish? No. No. But I kind um, of liked it. So I watched the like short film that accompanied this album. That was like the whole kind thing? of my intro. I watched the whole thing. I haven't um, seen it yet. Not gonna lie, it was Meg. it was up and down. So like there were some really cool moments. I think what was hard is that like as we talked about, she's not the best performer. She's not the most engaging performer. Um, but I don't think it was super distracting. That I think she was serving more in this um, than she often does in some live performances. In her Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. not serving a lot in that. I remember, but, were we all watching that together? Yes. Yeah. We were really trying to like it. <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> This album hasn't grown on me, like Kate said, like the way that Golden Hour has, but I really like it. Like, well, it's only been out for listen, a week. Yeah. The first listen that I had with it, I was like, oh, I like a lot of these songs. It, like, there weren't any that I was like, ew, immediately. I really like the song Hookup Scene. That was one that really stood out to me and still has. Um, I thought the visual album or the visual kind of short film had some cool parts. I thought there were some parts that were weird and just like kind of missed the mark. I wish there was more Meg. She was really funny. Meg Stalter. Yeah. We love that Meg is getting the recognition she deserves. Um, Absolutely. I've loved her for so long and she's just one of the funniest ladies out there and she is getting recognition from her peers. Yeah. I love her. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Starcrossed, I do think, is a really good album, and it will definitely be part of my soundtrack of fall. Yeah. I think Pitchfork gave it, like, a, a seven point, point. Oh. It was 7.7, 7, I believe, and I think Golden Hour got 8.7. Right. We looked it up. It was a whole point difference. Um, okay, so number five, Maggie. Number five, this is something that I have been absolutely trying to hook everyone into. You've fallen down into the the, the Oh, you've I've jumped fallen off the into the hole. You watch people that love this, or at least I used to, and you're like, why do they love it so much? I don't get it. But then you think, I want to learn their names. 
then you start watching the video and you're like okay i haven't learned their names yet i need to watch another video they change the color of their hair a lot so i need to watch We're a couple videos hints. so i can i can memorize their faces because i can't just go based off the hair which is what everyone tries to do initially oh this is the pink haired one. <laughs> oh, this is the blue haired one no you can't do that you got to memorize your face you got to memorize and your maggie style. is famously and talking dancing. about the teletubbies <laughs> just kidding and what i'm talking about is the wonderful k-pop group bts what does bangtan. bts stand for um so it stands for bangtan boys, boys and boys i don't remember the word for boys in korean but it starts with s Anyways, so I listened to a podcast episode, a random podcast episode of one of the podcasts I listened to. They were talking about the BTS meal at McDonald's, and then they did a little intro to BTS. I was like, I feel like I should kind of get to know them since they are huge. I just wanted to know all their names, and then I really fell in the hole. I started watching their dancing videos, and they're incredible dancers. They're just, they put on such a good show. Sorry, Mm -hmm. they're the opposite of Casey. They serve Absolutely. so much when they performing. They are serving they're giving the entire you everything. time. Mm-hmm. They are giving you everything when they're performing. Their outfits are Well, incredible. there is a Casey in the group. There is a Casey. Okay, but... we will not. <laughs> we do not want ARMY coming for us. We do not want ARMY coming for us. But, so, um, I've developed a bias towards RM, Namjoon. He's the best. And um, I... And Cameron. I, and luckily, Cameron has... Jumped on the bandwagon with me um, because I was really sad because I was watching it all alone and my sisters weren't really jumping on and I was really trying to get them to and they're like, Maggie, stop playing butter. Please stop playing butter. Um, And I'm like, no, you got to love it like me. (laughs) Um, But Cam, who is your favorite? Oh, my bias is Jungkook, the best, I have to say. known as the golden boy of the group. He He is a golden boy. He's just a jack of all trades and he is hot he's just beautiful and the vocals are there every time he is incredible he's he's like a he's i don't want to say justin bieber but he is like a justin bieber type he's i think he's a better singer than justin bieber but like i just think of that like I don't know. Like fresh faced kind of right. head leader kind yeah. I wanna yeah. say like Harry Styles. Well the but leader not. is actually Namjoon. We know yes, Namjoon's yes, yes, the leader. Yes, yes. RM is the leader, yes. But he's definitely like the face of the group kind of. My favorite is V right yes, now. Caitlin. I really but love V. But I also yeah. love JK. Is that what we call him? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Jungkook. V is a really, I'd say he's one of the funny ones in the group. Yeah, I think that's why I like him. I just love, my favorite thing about it is their style. I love seeing all their styles. Mm -hmm. They really push the norms as far as men's style go. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. See, that's the thing is back to the Met Gala. So many men just showed up in black tuxes with nothing else. Like, oh. Be a little more BTS, What I wouldn't give to see BTS BTS at the Met Gala. Absolutely. BTS does more on a, on on an average day than a lot of those men were doing. On. Lounging around the house, they do more. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, True. I'm fully in. I'm army. I'm I watch army. their I watch their show. Their show is so fun. I um, I like their music and yeah, it's a it's really fun. It's fun it, to be army. 
if I want to recommend <laughs> something, like let's just say you don't know anything about BTS or you think it's, you know, you've listened to Dynamite and you're like, this isn't for me. I want you to watch the performance of them doing the song called On at the Grand Central Station. It is incredible. Not only is the song really great, but their performance is just like one of those it's mesmerizing to watch. I mean, they're yeah. absolutely incredible performers in it's every sense. For the Tonight Show, right? Yeah. And then at the end, they're so exhausted they like literally all fall on the ground because they're yeah. going ham. I showed but that anyways. performance to my boyfriend who was like a ballet dancer his entire life. He majored in for, uh, in dance in college, and he was like, "That is really impressive." Right. So and they can all. It's like. They can all dance. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, but this makes me want to make a playlist of my favorite BTS moments. <laughs> you should. I'd watch it. And then I'll send it to everyone to get them um, to like them. Obsessed. Well. Stay tuned for a future episode all about BTS. This is my Taylor Swift moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad um, you have it. Good. Yeah. Um, okay, so our next thing is um, a TV show that I think we've all been watching a little bit. It's not all the way out, but um, it's season two of this oh, yes. show called The Other Two, which oh, is yes. on HBO Max. Um, it's starring Drew Tarver, who is a comedian that Maggie has long loved. Um, who is the female lead? I know that um, Molly Helena? Shannon is Helena. in it. Helena. Helena or Helena. Okay. I don't What's know the pronunciation. Name? And then... York. Okay. It might be Helene. And oh, Molly I think Shannon you're right. Is in it. I um, love Helene, Molly Shannon. And the funniest one is the one who plays the not Scooter. I always want to call him Scooter. Streeter. Streeter. Yeah. He's so Ken funny. Ken Marino. Can you give an overview of what the show is, Cam? Quickly. Yeah. So the show is kind of focused on two older siblings in a family that are like in their late twenties. They're struggling in New York, kind of trying to figure out what they want to do. Um, Drew Tarver's playing like a struggling actor and. I'm just gonna call her. I don't know how to say her Helene. name. Helene. What's she her is character's kind of, name? Um. Brooke. Wow, we really love this show. Oh yeah. Brooke. I, I Brooke when I know Carrie. a celebrity's name, I always call them by their real name. Yeah. But Brooke um, and Carrie, good job. Brooke is trying to find her way, like in any regard. She doesn't really know what she wants to do. And then their younger brother it becomes an overnight internet like music sensation kind of Justin Bieber-esque and then he, he gets a manager his name is Streeter who is a playoff of Scooter Braun and basically it's about how they handle their younger brother it, achieving this immense fame when that's kind of what they've wanted and, and not then how caring. their lives <laughs> yeah and how their lives kind of shape around that and then in season two um I don't want to give anything away if you haven't seen it. But it's just so, so funny. Like, genuinely a laugh-out-loud show. Everyone on that show is really funny. And it's very heartwarming. Like, it's funny, but they're not putting anyone down. They're, like, very much making light of the situation and making comedy out of that. That's my favorite type of show. That's not, like, demeaning in any way. It's very culturally aware, too. I feel like it doesn't try too hard like a lot of shows today do um, Mm -hmm. to, like... I don't know, just be, like, culturally aware and, like, have relevant references mm-hmm. and jokes. Um, mm-hmm. It just comes very naturally, and it's very funny. Yeah. Wanda Sykes is in it, too, as a, like, support. Very character. minimally. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, it's so funny. I feel like, I hope this is where, sh- like, comedy shows go in this direction. Instead yeah. Instead of, like, you know, like, The Office and Parks and Rec of it all. I, I really think this is where it should be heading. 
Um, and I just found out two fun facts about Helene York. Okay. First, she dated Bobby Flay. Oh. <laughs> Who didn't? Bobby Flay is a whore. <laughs> Second, <Titled up. laughs> her alma mater is the University of Michigan School of Music, Theater, and Dance. <gasps> oh, you're kidding. And I am remembering that she is also a singer oh. who was, in fact, in Wicked. And I remember this from is she Glenda? Las Gulch. She was on Lost Gulch. She was on uh, Linda, yes. But wow. maybe it was, on, it was like maybe not on Broadway. Maybe it was touring. Oh, Maggie, can you please give a Drew Tarver recommendation of the, the truck? <laughs> okay. I, so I'm obsessed with Drew Tarver on Comedy Bang Bang. His characters are, I can't. Which is a podcast. Begin. It's to like tell an you. improv. He also is a part thing. of a, a comedy group called, oh, God. Or Teacher's Lounge. Oh, Big Grande. Big Grande. I think they're called. And then he has a show called Teacher's Lounge, which is also really funny. Um, but he's on Comedy Bang Bang, and he just plays all these really funny characters. Usually Southern characters, because he is Southern. He has a great accent. But um, the best is this one he does with Carl Tart, who is another really funny comedian. And they are a country duo <laughs> who only sing songs about trucks. But they're, they're like a normal country song, like about beer, drinking beer, whatever, but with a truck involved. So there's one called Truck Birthday, there's one called Truck Prom Dance, and then there's one called Human Skin Truck Baby. <laughs> it's just called Truck Baby. <laughs> oh, okay. Spoiler alert. There's something about human skin. I was crying. Baby. Maggie showed me this the other but night. But Kate, I, I thought she was going to pass out because she wasn't breathing. They were <laughs> <And> so <laughs> funny. I made They're her really watch funny. it like three times. I've watched it every single day since. I sent it to Jacob, and he didn't think it was funny. And I think we have to break up. I'm gonna show to Jacob tonight. I was singing the lyrics it. to Mark, and he didn't. He was like, "Okay, he was skin okay. truck, baby. He was skin truck. I think you gotta baby, be. You gotta be there. Skin, skin truck, so skin funny. truck. But you gotta. It is so good. Podcast Rex, listen to any comedy bang bang episode with him. Oh, he was in the episode with Phoebe Bridgers recently. Which it was really hilarious. And I Phoebe was great. <sighs> so, yeah. We recommend Drew Tarver, anything he does. But also, watch the other two. It's a really quick watch. It's 30 minutes. I yeah. love to watch it before I go to bed because it puts me in a good mood. Yeah, totally. Okay, oh, so number Kate. three. What? Sorry, I was just saying it was your turn, but you were on top of it. Number three. <laughs> Maggie turned me on to this. It's Yebba's new album. Maggie has been waiting for this her entire life. Yebba's entire life. And I would describe Yebba as like an undiscovered Adele, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to say that because her music's not the same as Adele, but like her voice, her vocal ability, absolutely. Yeah. Off the charts. And I'm obsessed with her song Boomerang. I'm obsessed with October Sky. I'm really behind in the times because Maggie's been telling me to listen to this stuff for so long. But her album came out the same day as Casey's, I think, which would have been September Mm -hmm. 10th. And it is just from start to finish so good. Mm -hmm. It's very, like, easy listening. Very emotional. Uh Um, Just She has such a beautiful, unreal voice. I highly recommend and it's a unique voice. She can get in all these registers. Like, she'll be doing, like, something really, really falsetto and, like, and it's kind of, like, 
squeakier sounding not not in a bad way of course and then she can do hit these rich rich low like deep deep notes and she's just insane her agility with her voice is whack it's insane yeah and frankly i'm looking at her album and none of them have enough listens so everyone listen Listen. to it also i was looking her up on pitchfork she wasn't on pitchfork maybe i'm doing something wrong but I looked it up too, and there was I didn't see it. Uh, but. yeah. Also, I can't find her vinyl anywhere. But anyways, well, she was on Drake's album, so I hope that gives her a lot of um. Yeah. She was on that. Yeah, she was on Ed break. Sheeran's album. Best of Me. Oh yeah. But and she anyways, was on. She works with Mark Ronson a lot. This is a great album. It has an. It has a good variety of like. Kinds of songs to like. Louis Bag is kind of more like, like, upbeat. It has a rap verse, and ASAP Rocky's also on the album. There's two songs that have like little rap features. Um, it's just a really, really soulful album. That's the way I would describe yes. it best. She it's is amazing. Such a soulful singer, and uh she just you can tell she puts her whole, mm-hmm. her whole being into it. I yeah. love her, and she's amazing. And if you love this album and um, you want to listen to more Yeba, she has some great singles. Evergreen, um, Where Do You Go, Don't Leave Me Lonely, mm-hmm. which is with Mark Ronson. Right. She is a really cool artist that we've been waiting a long time for her a debut. Full album. Yeah. And it really lived up to the it lived up to the hype. Yeah, who needs Adele? Stop dangling this record over us, Adele. We have yeah. Yeba now. So maybe you should be shaking in your boots and get that record out. Yeah. Because Yeba Adele is now should be shaking in her boots. Yes. She's shaking in her boots the house down. Okay, Maggie, number two, my favorite on the list. Okay, number two. Number two. Oh, we have all been loving this. I watched a lot of episodes of this last night, and that is Only Murders in the Building. The new show with, I like to call them Steve Martin Short. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And Selena Gomez. And that's the pair. Uh, trio. Trio. It's on Hulu. <laughs> Steve Martin Short and... Um, so, I feel like Martin Short... I'm partial to Martin Short. I love them both, but I'm, I've am i always loved Martin Short so much. Martin Short is someone whose comedy and comedic timing and style has not aged a day. I feel like he's still so... Like, his... His comedic style is still so funny and it hasn't mm-hmm. really changed it's always been kind of the same but he's so hilarious um and i'm obsessed and i love that him and martin Mar- uh, steve martin have been doing stuff together for so long they have such great like um rapport i guess chemistry on the show yeah great chemistry and i just think it's so fun that selena gomez is in it and it seems like they all really get along behind yeah. the scenes as well. Like, she's yeah. kind of, like, they're kind of her dads, almost. Yeah. Like, the way they treat each other her is just dads. so heartwarming. <laughs> and I am partial to Steve Martin because I grew up on, I shouldn't say this, but The Jerk and um, and uh, Father of the Bride mm-hmm. and, like, a lot of his comedy and his stand-up and all that kind of stuff. And I just love him so much. And he reminds me a lot of my dad. So it's also nostalgic that way. My dad's still mm-hmm. alive. But nostalgic in that sense. <laughs> Shout and out to Joel. I just, I love the storyline 
but more so I just love their chemistry on screen yeah. together all three of them yeah I have heard I've talked it's, to a few people all... that I think everyone I mean obviously Martin Short and Steve Martin have legendary status at this point like they're have been renowned time and time again but a lot of people are hating on selena and i think she's holding her own up against them i think she's doing a great job i've always thought that selena gomez is a better actor than she is anything else and i want her to do whatever makes her happy but i think she's genuinely a good actor she has good presence on screen she feels like she's fitting the role which is a little bit more toned down than steve martin and martin short's characters she's trying she's more reserved she's quieter Yeah, and Martin Short's playing, like, a very wacky guy, and Martin Short's, or Steve Martin's playing a very, like, particular character, so. You all, each one of you doubting Selena, you go out and watch the Wizards of Waverly Place movie (laughs) and tell me she's not serving acting and emotion. I wish I'd never even, what what is the, what's the line? I wish you and mom had never even met. met. (laughs) But then when when her brothers are disappearing. She goes, it's me, your sister. I think I've literally talked about this on the podcast. You have. But when I watched it, I was obsessed with that movie because I thought David Henry was really hot. And I would watch that and be like, she is so emotional right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought it was so good. Also, good news. Yesterday, it was just renewed for season two. Yes. I wonder if they're going to do a different storyline. And there's no reason not to be because... There's a hundred. It's a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and Hell people yeah. are loving it. As it should be. Great. It's goofy uh, and it's, it's exciting. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is uh, fun. so. Cam. It's also a very easy watch. Sorry, it's like thirty it to forty minute easy, episodes. I wish it was longer. I wish they yeah. released more episodes at once. Yeah. It's really good. Um. Okay. Our last one. Um. Is. A song that I don't have you guys been loving this because I've been just standing yes. this song. The song is um, Silk Chiffon by Muna yep. featuring Phoebe Bridgers. And it is just an end of the summer bop. I think that's the best way to describe it. It is August yeah. slipped away into September, but it's still warm. Yeah, yeah. And August slipped away to Silk Chiffon. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about it really reminds me of Taylor Swift, honestly. Yeah, it gives me Taylor Swift. I think, um, honestly, Muna reminds me a lot of Taylor Swift. Their whole style and their, one of their voices. Like, when, when the beginning of the song, it sounds like Taylor Swift. But um, it's a great song. It's a super fun pop song. Um, and I really hope, I think there was a performance of it because I saw a TikTok clip that was um, Muna singing it with Phoebe Bridgers. But I'm going to mm-hmm. see, Kate and I are going to be singing Muna and hopefully Maggie when, um, she opened, or they, they're a band, opened for um, Casey Musgraves on tour. Why are you saying Woo! Kate? Oh, because I'm going to a separate concert. Yeah. I'm going so, to the one in Chicago, and Maggie and Cam potentially, probably, are going to the one in New York. They have tickets, but. Yeah, we'll see. Right. But um, it's going to be super well, fun. I don't know if Maggie's going to go, and I want Maggie to go, and I want to go, too. I want to see it twice. <laughs> I want to um, go. And we've also been that. loving Phoebe Bridgers, even though her album came out so long ago at this point. But um, it's really over a year. been revived since I saw her live. She sounded exactly the same live. The vibes Wait, what were, were. What were each person's favorite song live? She played the entire album. She but played the whole album, yeah. One? But um, I mean, I know the end was so good. It was a perfect way to end the concert. Like. 
you know, just you know she when knew it like, the kind end. of shifts into the second part of the song. Mm-hmm. Oh my Everyone god, was it screaming. was so good. It was so good. But two songs that I've like been listening to a lot more since the concert have been ICU and Chinese Satellite. Those are absolute bangers. Um, what about you, Kate? But my so favorite, good. my favorite on the punisher album has always been moon song and i loved hearing that live because she mm-hmm. goes all out mm-hmm. and i my one of my favorite songs of hers is from boy genius um her trio and it's me and my dog and she's yep. supposed to like scream this one part and then she yeah. just did it unplugged and acoustic by yeah. herself without the band and that was kind it of was disappointing really pretty, but it i did wish she went she did I dreamed about yeah exactly yeah. but Moonsong oh, was really I- good Kyoto was really good and also oh. she did a cover she covered um, from Inside by Bo Burnham she did that funny feeling and that I just really great. liked hearing that live because I keep seeing TikToks really of her performing yeah. it but not Dear she sounded John so incre- she sounded so I incredible know. and of I forgot to mention Graceland 2 I yes. love that one you That's love it always been one of my favorites and there's Banjo A Lady with Banjo came out uh, got trumpet. Oh, the trumpet, the trumpetist. Yes, was, trumpeter. Was a we hunk, and he are was far. the violinist. But can I also say this is controversial? Don't come for me, Swifties. But I think lyrically, Phoebe might stand above Taylor. She's obvious. Okay, I'm sorry. It's so obvious that she's above. No. Taylor. Okay. Well, this is a. This is. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but who has three um, albums of the year at the Grammys? That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Phoebe Cam. has literally so does... one album, two albums. Okay. How many I... does Taylor Swift have? 20? Oh, no. Cam Nine. and I are having our first fight. It's happening. I'm. We better get off this podcast before. <laughs> I can't believe Jake's not taking and... my side. I understand Listen, seeing both no. sides, but no, I think I under- Taylor Swift is the lyricist of our generation, period. That's okay. Hey, that's okay for you to think. I'm I just disagree. saying, I think Phoebe is very underrated. And I'm glad she's, she's getting recognition. Actually. Wait, all I have to say is one thing. What? <laughs> and the players are going to play, 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 play. And the haters going <laughs> to hate, 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 All I have to say is, hey, kids, spelling is fun. <laughs> You know, Listen, you can't create as much as she has and not have a couple that turned out poorly. No, Cam, obviously I'm the biggest Swifty, but I'm just saying listening and like realizing the connections in her lyrics is very admirable. And I think lyrically she's very underrated. I think Phoebe Bridgers is incredibly talented. I think she's an incredible songwriter that deserves more recognition, specifically from awards bodies. However, I do not think that she is up to the talent of Taylor Swift yet and I will give her the room to grow. Okay, mm. I will I will accept that. Also, I feel like I see a lot of people on TikTok that are like Phoebe Bridgers is better than Taylor Swift. And I'm like, are that, why are we comparing? I've never seen that. I've I don't know, maybe I'm I get just thinking like I, I mean, think I personally I, think I personally Listen, I personally believe Phoebe Bridgers is better than Taylor Swift and that's okay because you guys believe the opposite. I wouldn't go that far. You guys know I'm not a Swifty. So this is okay for me to think. No. I think Can't I have my own Swiftiness to someone else? Yes. Barbie can. You know what? It's Yom Kippur. Let's let's (laughs) 
let's not fight and let's let's not repent eat. our sins and yom kippur is about showing each other you accept them despite your differences yom kippur yom kippur is for swifties Taylor of app okay well regardless i love you both we're all entitled to our own opinions even if they're wrong yeah some are Come more entitled than others i'm sorry i am very protective you can't be of taylor so defensive. swift cam you know protective. i am too it took a lot for me to say that and you know how far i've come years ago i would have said i literally would have said taylor swift is bad but now i know she's good and she has talents thank you <laughs> she does have talent and you know what we shouldn't talent. be pitting women against each other because in red taylor's version we are getting a taylor because, swift phoebe bridges okay, collab we shouldn't be putting these women that. against each other because obviously men are better yeah yeah but it doesn't even no. matter have you heard justin bieber men are our masters <laughs> have you ever heard justin bieber Ed he yeah, sings the best and his lyrics are the best maggie's singing. blowing up girl you got that yummy well. yummy 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 Okay, sorry. Um, I you know just got who really does triggered. pit women against each other? I'm playing devil's advocate now. Who? You know who pits women Taylor against each other? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Bad you blood. Oh, Wait, you I, just... Better than revenge. Just, you just have to watch Cam's face slowly. I know. The smile like, drips away. He, his jaw's clenching. He's trying he goes, to hold it in. And I know he's hangry, too, so I'm trying to bring no, I'm it out I'm not. I'm not hungry yet. So if any listeners want to start um, a new podcast, you can find me <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> at Cameron Sackett. Shut and up, And on Twitter Cam. at Cam, Cam Sackett. Thank you so much. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me and unfollow Culture Countdown because we won't last much longer at this rate. I think it's funny that our last episode was literally a Taylor Swift draft, and now Kate is <laughs> deciding to say that she's no longer a Swift. Kate is. Okay, Kate is saying say the mo- Listen to this. Kate is I'm saying brave. the most minimal. Kate is saying the most minimal critique, and you're acting like she just killed Taylor's mom. Stop it! You beat me to it. I was just starting to do it. Um, and I have to say, this is one of my favorite songs, my favorite lyrics from Phoebe Bridgers that I realized at the concert. I was like, this is a great lyric. I hate your mom. I hate, I hate it when it she when opens, she opens her, her mouth. mouth. It's amazing, it's amazing to-, to me how much you can say when you don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> Love you guys. I'm done recording. <laughs>